Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. You are listening to the Intentionally Inspirational Podcast. This podcast is created for hungry entrepreneurs who are seeking motivation, personal development resources, and actionable tips. Now for your host, Jason Wright. This is episode number 86, After Hours Entrepreneurship with Melvin Marsh. What is going on, everybody? This is your host, as always, Jason Wright, bringing you another episode of the greatest startup podcast in the world. At least I like to think so. This episode is brought to you by 7daypodcastlaunch.com. You guys have been thinking about starting a podcast. It's time to stop thinking and start doing. I've got a seven-day free course for you designed to teach you everything you need to know to get your very own podcast launched a week from the time you're listening to this. It doesn't take that long. You guys can go to the number 7daypodcastlaunch.com and sign up there, or you can just text podcast launch, which is all over case and no space, to 678-506-7543 and get started there. Completely free. It'll be helpful for you. If you're in it and get lost or confused, just reply to an email and let me know and I'll help you through it. Well, today I've got a great guest with me as usual. Uh, I've got Melvin Marsh from After Hours Hypnotherapy. He's got a really cool story in entrepreneurship and he's doing some great things in uh, the Georgia area and actually all over the place. So we will dive into that. But before we get into that, I want to talk to you guys about the importance of, of disconnecting once in a while, taking a break. You know, I love entrepreneurship as much as anybody. And next month marks two years of this journey that I've been on. And I just can't wrap my mind around how much time has gone by so fast. It doesn't seem like two years. It doesn't even seem like three months. It's just flown by. So yesterday I had the unique opportunity of uh, going out to a, a friend's family farm, about 80 acres in central Indiana, and just really unplug and have a fantastic evening with a fish fry and letting the kids play and just catching up on things. And it's just really important, especially for entrepreneurs, because we tend to push harder than most people and tend to you know, work weekends and nights and long hours to make our dreams come true. And it's just really important to not let yourself get burned out and to throw a break in there once in a while. Uh, it's, just, it's, it's just therapeutic. And even a day or even a part of a day can really give you the reset that you need to keep going when you go back to it. So if you haven't done that in a while, I encourage you strongly, find something to do, take a break, disconnect, and uh, kind of get your bearings reset. All right, we are going to check out the conversation that Melvin and I had about his journey, his business, and uh, some of his words of wisdom for us as well. So let's listen in on that now. What's happening, everybody? I've got another great guest with me this week. I've got Melvin Marsh from the After Hours Hypnotherapy, and he is a master hypnotist, a certified hypnotherapist, and an entrepreneur. He's made numerous podcast and radio appearances as well. Melvin, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. No problem at all. I would love it if we could get started with you sharing your story into what you're doing with us. Okay. Um... Well, usually that means how got, how did I get into hypnotherapy is usually what that means. Yeah. And um, 
what happened was is that I had a really bad anxiety problem just a few years ago. And I went to a therapist, and, they, and uh, this was in when I was in medical school. And they said, you know, you've tried everything. You haven't tried hypnotherapy yet. I really didn't like this idea. I thought it was kind of weird and kind of creepy, and you know, because I didn't know anything about it. I ended up leaving, leaving, going on a leave of absence from medical school. I had gotten assaulted and had my house robbed, so um, so I ended up missing missing class, uh, which means you're going to fail if you don't take a leave of absence. Mm-hmm. But went on, went on a leave of absence, and uh, during my time off, my anxiety did get bad. I had really, really bad post-traumatic stress and decided to look into uh, hypnotherapy just to learn more about it because at this point it was like, hey, I've, I've, now, I've now really tried everything and this is only getting worse. I found a class. Actually, I found it on Groupon of all the places. And I took the class, learned a little bit about it, and I said, you know, this is not nearly as scary as I thought it was going to be. Ended up searching for more classes from for myself that were free. Also decided that I was going to try hypnotherapy. Found a hypnotherapist on Psychology Today, which is where almost everybody gets their therapists from, it seems. And uh, he looked really, really competent. And I went to go see him. He he had a he had a really long waiting list, but I finally got into him, and it turned into being a really, really good idea. Over the time we worked together, I fixed phobias. I didn't have an anxiety problem anymore. Almost all my post-traumatic stress is gone. And it, and it just kept getting better and better. And uh, when I originally saw him, scale of, zero, of, of one to 10, I was a seven continuously. That was the lowest I'd ever get. I'm now a two. He wow. fixed thing that I had, and he, and he fixed a phobia that I had for 30 years in one session, which was amazing because I was like, okay, there's no way you can fix this. This, this is going to take a few sessions. He's like, why don't we get, why don't we fix it now? Lay on, lay on the couch or sit on the couch or whatever it was. And I don't know how he did that, but he did, did fix it in, in a session. And he and I, um, when I came in, I had already known about hypnosis, so we started. We built rapport fairly quickly, and you know, he con- he would constantly discuss hypnosis with me. He probably in a, in a different different way than the average hypnotherapist would probably talk to their client, because he was talking to somebody who now had an interest, who under, under who could understand his really stupid hypnosis jokes if he wanted to make the jokes, you know. And, um, you know, eventually I did go attempt to go back to medical school, decided um, when another thing came up, I said, I, I cannot deal with the stress anymore. I'm going to go become a hypnotherapist because I was uh, advised that I w- had a really good talent for it. I was already uh, I was already had been told by another therapist who, who had seen this fairly good improvement he actually informed my partner that my partner was going to pay for advanced hypnotherapy training for me because it would make a great, um, you know, pl- I guess plan B if anything were to happen again. And plan B had to go into effect, and I'm kind of glad that it did 
because I now don't have to worry uh, nearly as much about a lot of other things, except for clients showing up when they're not supposed to show up. I have got you know, a few locations that I work out of. I can have complete control over my schedule, and I'm making more per hour than I would likely do as a doctor. So, and I still get to see patients and have all the fun things that I that I enjoyed about medicine in this environment. So that's basically how I ended up uh, getting started. Uh, I had got my my school was Hypnosis Motivation Institute. It's the only nationally accredited college of hypnotherapy. I graduated with honors. I did my 200-hour internship, and I, I did both the, the lecture portion and the and the internship portion in like record speed. So I guess the people who were saying you know you had a, a talent for this, I guess they were right because no way would is, are the average people getting through this this many hours this quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very cool. There's a few things there, Melvin, that you said I really liked. One was, you know, you originally set out to do medical school, but you saw another opportunity. You know, maybe you didn't see it right away, but you saw another opportunity and you were willing to pivot towards it and pursue it, which is great because it's something everybody listening needs to remember that sometimes we set out with a, a plan, but you got to keep your eyes open for that bigger opportunity, which may just be off the plan. And you, you captured that perfectly. And I love the plan B, you know, sometimes people just have a plan A, but I think plan B is important in a lot of scenarios, not necessarily as a, um, a bailout or anything, but I think it's smart to be proactive. So that's good stuff. Uh, I noticed on your site, you have a, a virtual, so this is kind of cool. So Melvin's got a few locations, but he does it virtually as well. And I really think that's a cool idea. Um, I know some friends that are um, in the fitness world that do, you know, training in person and do some virtual. And I, I think even doctors are doing some like virtual mm -hmm. house calls and stuff as well. So talk to us a little bit about blending that brick and mortar environment with that virtual approach with, you know, a service business like yours. Well, the, uh, most helpful thing about the, the virtual thing is quite frankly, just like a doctor, you know, you know, there, there's telemedicine you know, there's telehypnotherapy, teletherapy. And most of my clients are actually not even in the, in the state. You know, I am based out of Augusta, Georgia. And when it comes down to it, most of my clients are far, as far away from Augusta as you could possibly be. One of my regular people that I work with is in California. I have had people from Canada. Now, the great thing about hypnotherapy is a lot of people think that it doesn't, you know, that maybe it won't work. If you can hear me, I can... I can work with it. I can do this via phone. I, you know, I, I can do it via Skype, and I can do it via Zoom. I actually like doing Zoom for some of the more important and um, some the, the more uh, delicate work, because first of all, Skype is well Skype, and second of all, Zoom is HIPAA compliant. So if there's somebody who um, is suffering from very very intense, you know problems that need to have like you know see you know get a medical or psych referral for and it's not just a simple I can just go in and do a progressive relaxation and they relax you know it might be better for for them to be assured that they're that, that it's HIPAA compliant just like any other healthcare provider 
Now, I don't mind doing Skype for, for a lot of things. Past life regressions, I don't mind doing it. Because it's, it's a, you know, it, I don't have to worry about a privacy thing for, past, for like a past life regression. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. So the people listening, uh, the audience, we call them Inspire Nation, they're kind of that zero to three year entrepreneur. So with that in mind, how can they make a change? You know, perhaps it's starting a side hustle or a side, side business when they deal with, you know, intense anxiety and fear. I think that's, you know, especially that fear piece. I think that holds a lot of people back. Uh, what do you have to say about that? I would say learn how to relax because no matter what, all, all of this is going to be scary. It is. Um, I, this is not my first rodeo. This is about my fourth rodeo, let's just say. And, you know, I've been doing entrepreneurship since uh, uh, my first thing was um, I was vice president of a company that my husband and I founded. It was a consulting company. I was 20 years old. I was I'm about to turn 36. So I, I'm very used to do, doing this. This is this is this uh, hypnotherapy is just the most recent. But I would certainly stress that people need to um, definitely keep an keep an eye out for anything that you might that might be helpful. You know, don't ignore any you know any resources that you might find, use them. Don't ignore them. You never know what you're going to find. Um, one of the biggest things that has helped my current business, which I kind of wish that this was around or I had thought about it maybe, you know, when I was doing the first business or maybe the second business or even let's face it, the third business. But the um, I got a lot of my the work done, a lot of the marketing work and everything that I needed using barter. Um, I'm on a a, a, a a website that's um, that would be simbi.com, which for if anybody's on Facebook, the advertisements are everywhere. And I used that. I kept exchanging handwriting analyses and hypnotherapy to get so much of my stuff done. My TV ads, my radio ads, even actually putting them out out on the air, website design. Um, I have been, you know, very, very lucky that I was always able to find somebody who could do whatever I needed to do, and I didn't have to pay. So I didn't even have a lot of the startup costs for this business that I did for some of the other ones. All I had to do was say, okay, um, you know, you know, take a seat on your recliner, let's fire up Skype, and I'll do a session for you. You know, I've gotten a lot of a lot of work done that way. That's the, so. Don't be ever afraid to to use unusual resources, resources you might not think of. Mm-hmm. You know, things that might you might think of or just being oh fun, playful. You know, great. How do you know you can't use it for business too? That, you know? that barter idea, man. That's a it's a great idea. That's not something I've heard in a while, but it's it's easy to overlook. You know, people are focused on flashier things, but what a great idea. You know, you scratch my back and I'll scratch yours. And um, there, there's always somebody who's going to be in need of the service you offer and vice versa. That's a great idea, especially for people who are starting in that real lean startup mode. You know, there's not much, you know, there's not many funds to go around. So I like that. Do you want to know how much it, it, it's cost to, for me to start the, to, to deal with this business so far? With the exception of, uh, let, let, first of all, of course, my hosting fees. 
Of course, I didn't, you know, there, there's that. I spend less than $50 a month on advertising. Um, and I had to purchase my special use permit for, uh, which is uh, for my, my off Augusta location. I didn't have to buy a business license. Every other thing that I've done, every other piece of graphic design I've done, all of the flyers I've done, almost every other thing that you could use, that you could need for marketing and such, all done through barter. That, you know, I originally, when I grabbed the website, I threw up something because, because you know, in the early 90s, you know, I learned how to code. I think everyone learned how to code in the early 90s. Uh, but it looked like Geocit Geo yeah, GeoCities 1994 because <laughs> well, I was learning how to how to um, tripod in 1996. So it was so it was like that. But it was fast. I threw it up, and um, I, the, the actual um, website that you see now, uh, the, the 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 framework, the design, and and most of the stuff was done in exchange for handwriting analysis. So, you know, I you know, I, I now can maintain it obviously, but having everything changed to um, no longer looking like GeoCities. No offense to anybody who's still using GeoCities if it's even still around. But it 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 helped. I got a lot of professionals that were starting to work on my YouTube channel to give me advice on that. You know, it, it was. It's been. It's been a very helpful, very useful thing. And you know, if I'm only spending a hundred bucks on my special use permit, and don't have to get a, bit, a normal business license, and I'm only spending fifty bucks a month on advertising, which quite honestly is twenty five dollars for my scheduling software because I have the premium one, and thirty dollars on Psychology Today for my therapist listing. Everything else, the radio, television, all that other fun stuff, I'm not I'm not having to pay. So it's a really great uh, and intelligent thing that I figured. But resources are great. Don't don't be scared of thinking outside the box just a little bit. Um, and actually, on this on that barter website, I even have a service that basically says here. This is how much it'll cost, and I will teach you to do exactly what I just did. It's you know called does you know, called uh, using Simbi to help your business or something like that, because I, I I kept a note of what's going on, you know what I did, what I'm gonna be doing, any notes I might have, and uh, it's working really well. That's been a that's been a huge factor. No, oh, that's great advice. That's something I've, I've talked to a lot of guests. That's something I haven't heard yet, but I think that's really, really smart. What is the name of that website? Simbi. S-I-M-B-I. Okay. .com. Very nice. If it, you're on Facebook and you're anything like me, the ads just keep stalking you. They've got you targeted very, very it, well, my friend. Yeah, they. Uh, the thing actually appeared multiple times on me when I was really early in my stages of getting my certification hours. And I finally said, I give up, you know, maybe I'll get one or two hours off this. Within six weeks, I had finished all 200 of my hours. You know, 80 of them had been, was, were through that site. Mm -hmm. Hey, forgive my ignorance with this, but what is handwriting analysis? I've heard you mentioned a few times and I'm kind of drawing a blank on what that is. 
Um, handwriting analysis, do you, have you ever um, seen any of those, the, maybe uh, a detective show where people look at handwriting and to try to figure out who did it? Yeah. Or try to match stuff? That's a similar similar thing. Um, you know, that's, that's basically the fictionalized account of what we're doing. Basically, you give me a writing sample about three quarters to one page in cursive, and I start to analyze it and tell you about you. Tell you about your, you know, possible, you know, you know, subconscious desires potentially. You know, your personality, whether you're introverted or not. I mean, although realistically, you should know. I'm currently uh, doing a, an advanced handwriting analysis, which is every single letter. And it's currently sitting right next to me. I've been doing it all day. Anytime I've had a break, I've been doing doing this one. So it's mm-hmm. about $150. And I was like, yeah, it'll be worth it when I'm done, when I'm done with it. Very cool. I don't have to see anything. Well, give us three areas uh, that our audience can improve in their business through a reprogramming of their subconscious mind. Well, you can certainly learn how to increase your confidence and motivation. You know, that, that can be a real kicker. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're not confident, your business may be suffering. You know, hypnotherapy can help, can help with that. A lot of people have a fear of just going out and talking to people, which sometimes is a confidence-related thing, sometimes not. And that's something else that I work with. I actually and breaking into the public speaking market, you know, and relax once in a while. Being overly stressed isn't going to help anybody. If you're more relaxed, more people are will, willing to talk to you. Yeah, you know, and it'll make a easier life, you know, it, your life much easier. Try not to go, you know, try not try to keep a work life balance. Only only do the hundred hour weeks if you have to, but you usually don't have to. I'm having to do so because my husband is currently really sick, so um, I have to basically move faster than than I was going to and go from seventy hours to hundred hours. But that's also including, you know, driving to di- my different locations. Mm-hmm. All right. Um... Talk to me about the value of trying something new such as hypnosis. So I love back to the beginning of the episode when you had the plan of medical school. Um, it wasn't working out for one reason or another, and you took the chance. You went after that new opportunity. I think a lot of people listening, you know, maybe they're in that corporate role. Maybe they're doing something they don't love, but there's something else that interests them greater. They're just scared to take a chance. So tell us about that a little bit. Well, I would recommend, I mean, don't necessarily jump feet first into into anything unless you have to. You know, it's a great idea to just start small. Um, you know, you okay, say you love photography. I actually have a client who um, used to love photography and is trying to move into digital. And he's actually looking for a new job. So I'm actually trying to convince him. So first of all, we're going to relearn digital, you know, because he's a little scared of it. And I'm trying to convince him as, as you know to learn learn more classes, and then he can go out and start doing small jobs. You know, it, it's much easier, I think, if you're jumping 
um, from from you know nothing into a part time job and then to a full time job uh, with your new business, you know, then say saying you know I'm not you know I, I'm not coming into work today. I quit and then all of a sudden go full time into a business that you might not have even laid the groundwork for. That's not necessarily the the, the smartest thing either, but you know that's where a lot of people get scared. Now being a creative that's a great idea. There's no reason that you shouldn't take even a small chance. I mean, do it when there's not that much risk is always a better option because then you know if things are going to fail or not. Mm-hmm. You know, but you know, you should you know you should not ever be scared to take risk. Um, there was some movie and I can't remember what it is, and I am going to butcher this quote because I was only I've only been given this quote and not ever seen this movie but something about um you know you should do something uh, you, you should uh, take you know do, what is it you should um if you do something you know crazy and you know in, in in 20 seconds something great will come of it or something and it's something it's something it's some ridiculous quote um that basically says you know encourages people to take a chance mm-hmm. and you know, you never know what's going to come up if you if you spend this 20 seconds. You know, for me it was that 20 seconds of um, of um, you know my partially of my therapist informing my husband that he was going to pay for my hypnotherapy uh, advanced training, and then it was 30 seconds. It was the 20 seconds after that, and I was like, you know, that's a really an even better idea than I thought. Then it was another the 20 seconds. A few times later, of when I when I literally said to to people, I said uh, at MCG, "Screw you! I'm going to go become a hypnotherapist. I can't take the abuse anymore." And you know, luckily, I had a lot of stuff that was already ready. I'd already had some basic training, and I was already enrolled in advanced training. But it was that 20 seconds of "Screw you," and I think something good is coming of it. Mm-hmm. Well, I really liked uh, what you said. You made the comparison about just jump, you know, quitting and jumping in full time. I've done that and failed, and that's that's expensive. <laughs> I think the side yeah. hustle is the way to go. That's what uh, my experience has shown me as well. And I think you're right. You limit your risk, you limit your investment. You, you kind of figure out if something's going to work or a good fit. So I think that's uh, some of the best advice. I used to preach the other way. I used to say, "No, nope, you got to go. You got to go all in." But you know, one of the best quotes I've heard and I remembered every time I play poker is don't bet more than you're willing to lose. And I think that's really smart for business yes. as well, because if you lose and you got nothing left, you're you're sunk. It's over. So very, very good stuff, man. Well, what's next for you? What do you have planned between now, uh, let's see, early July and the end of the year? Early July and the, and the end of the year. Uh, let's see here. Well, I already know that I have to uh, run to a few conferences, some very nice conferences that are coming up i have to pay pay for my plane ticket which will probably be done tonight so if anybody is in in las vegas uh in august uh end of august that come you know i'll be in i'll be in uh, at hypnothoughts i've got uh i'm working on my uh, coaching business that just became a certified life coach uh, I will not be an- adding any more locations to my practice. I can tell you that because I already have too many. And um, I am going to be working on my motivational speaking. 
side, you know, side gig, and just add that onto the practice. And I'm, I'm hoping that'll be something helpful because a lot of people don't, first of all, don't know that much about hypnosis. So there's always that thing. There's also the fact that NLP is always a popular topic amongst uh, salespeople. I don't even do much NLP, but the you know, it, I know enough to teach it. Yeah, and, uh, and that's a that's a lot that's a lot of things I'm gonna be doing. I'm also going to be continuing to work on this this business. Yeah, I'm you know still tinkering around to see what works even better, and I'm hopefully going to be writing a you know writing slash publishing a you know a book at some point. Um, I have got several dra- several first drafts of some books, and I've got a third draft of another one. And on that barter exchange site, I just found an editor. So I'm like, hmm, let's see. Yeah, I, I can afford you. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm part of like the Simbi ruling class right now. They say the average person on Simbi has 70-something points. I have, what was it, 1,300. Yeah, I can afford the editor. <laughs> Awesome, man. Well, I appreciate you coming on the show. And then for anybody listening who would like to reach out to you, what's the best way for them to contact you? Yeah, probably the best way is through my website, www.afterhourshypnotherapy.com. The, uh, if you go to the contact form, that literally goes directly to my inbox. It goes directly to my phone. If you call me, if the, my voicemail is going to probably, if it, if the voicemail picks up, it, it's going to tell you to basically to go to the website and either book a, uh, an appointment because I am doing a 30-minute free consult. Um, it's via uh, phone, Zoom, or Skype, you know, dealer's, dealer's choice. Uh, I'm no longer doing in-person anymore. My secretary didn't figure that one out. And um, you can also email me at afterhourshypnotherapy at gmail.com. That also goes directly to my phone. So I can answer it fast. You, if you leave a voicemail, it might it might it, it'll be returned within 24 hours. Possibly not by me. Possibly by my my personal assistant. Okay. Well, thank you very much for coming on the show, Melvin. Thank you for having me. All right, we are back to the show, Melvin. If you are listening, thank you, my friend. I appreciate your time and all the information you shared with us. If you guys listening would like to check out the show notes for this episode. You can go to intentionallyinspirational.com forward slash episode 86. There you will find Melvin's bio, our conversation highlights, and everything that we talked about today. Um, one challenge I'll leave you guys with for the week. Uh, we've got fall weather rolling into the area, which I love. I absolutely love. But it always starts getting me thinking about the end of the year. You know, Christmas, great time of year right now. I absolutely love it. It also makes me very focused and it makes me think back to January and say, okay, what did I want to accomplish this year? And now the clock's ticking. I've got a couple of months to, to reach those goals. I don't know about you guys, but I take that very seriously. So uh, it's really time to just focus and buckle down and remember what you wanted to accomplish this year and get it done, get it knocked out. So that's what I'm going to encourage you with this week. Uh, remembering what you wanted to do, getting a plan together and executing. Thank you guys for listening. I appreciate the ears always. We will catch up with you next week. Take care. Thanks for listening to Intentionally Inspirational. If you enjoyed today's episode, 
please subscribe to the show on iTunes or check us out on SoundCloud. To check out all of our resources for your startup business success, visit our website at intentionallyinspirational.com. We look forward to seeing you again next week.